Yeah, very good indeed. Thank you. I think we actually met um, just off the just after you'd released um, "Take Me to Church," and you came in here very, very jet lagged and did a live version for me. And you were, <laughs> you no were absolutely, about right. absolutely. And um, <laughs> you know, I, my immense respect for you for literally. I think you literally got off a plane about half an hour earlier, no and then came in and uh, came in and performed that. But things have moved on from there because that was what 2013, 2014. Yeah, that would have been that would have been early days. Yeah, and now things have moved on, and things have uh, things are looking good for you, aren't they? That's that's all. Good. I was very very fortunate with that song. I have to say, it, it took off in a way that that, uh, that I wasn't expecting at the time. But um, yeah, it just it was it was fantastic. Was able to was on the road for a long long time with that with that record. I think you had a little bit of help from Stephen Fry, who kind of got behind it, didn't he? he tweeted you out to millions of his followers and uh, kind of got the ball yeah. rolling, didn't it? Yeah. He did initially. There was a, a few and um, yeah, there was a few endorsements and a few kind of people sharing it which was invaluable. Yeah, Stephen Fry, I remember, which was which was actually there was a nice bit of um there was something fantastically circular about that because Steve it was through Stephen Fry and his advocacy on Twitter that I um kind of discovered more the, the work the work of a group called All Out and All Out was uh was kind of um was I suppose was was um giving a voice to or, or giving visibility f- uh it was an organization that was kind of giving visibility or, or kind of um to what was going on in Russia at the time which was these this series of like these kind of uh quote unquote vigilante groups that were terrorizing young LGBTQ uh, youths so um, which was a horrifying situation um, and it was it was through it was kind of that was that was a big part of, of the video um, itself that was um, and it was through Stephen Fry I suppose in his advocacy that I discovered that so then seeing him tweet the video then uh, there was something wonderfully circular and then you know it reaching reaching the audiences that uh, he helped it reach I suppose so yeah you're never one to shy away from difficult issues, and um, you know you're, you're kind of going along the same line with the uh, with the with the new EP, particularly with um, Nina Cry Power, which is the title track uh, from from that EP, which is all about people who have made noise and made a difference, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a thank you note to the the legacy, the tradition of of protest, I suppose, and everything everything it gives us, all the good things that it gives us, and. Um, you know, a lot of things that we take for granted, etc., and things we're at risk of of losing. But always, they they're something that is that is that is you know worked for and fought for and and cried for and and and, and sung and sung for. Um, so it is. It's a kind of it's a thank you note to people in in their own uncertain times and who who give us a precedent and uh, give us a precedent of of kind of of bravery through their own kind of creative decisions and and stood up. You know, spoke out about what they felt strongly about in, in their own times. Well, you've got quite a quite a hall of fame in there because I know you referenced Joni Mitchell, John Lennon, and James Brown, and of course Nina Nina Simone. How did you choose who was going to be the one who made it to the title of the song? That's a hard. That's a hard one. Yeah, you always feel like you've um, you've kind of you're missing one out. But um, I don't know. I think I think first of all, it was the people who who had had shaped my the landscape of my kind of. Of, of, you know, people had t- touched my like life with with their work. So Nina Simone is is, um, you know, I, as a as a child, I used to like I used to listen to her voice before before falling asleep. I used to kind of 
haunt me in in, 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 the, in the best way. Um, but like, yeah. Um, then there's kind of like the Woody Guthrie's and and the Pete Seegers and there's you know Bob Dylan in there as well too. But like, I think I think the first ones were were people that just for me kind of shaped shaped my ideas of 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 what it meant to to just write music that was an honest reflection on on how you've I felt and how, how you experience society, etc. So, yeah. And you've you've got a couple of legends um, helping you out on this EP as well, because you've got Booker T. Jones on organ and Mavis Staples, uh, of course, you know, who's fronted the Staples Singers for all those yeah. years. How on yeah. earth did you get those legends involved in your project? It's um, in both in both cases, I suppose. Um, there was a kind of a a back and forth at, at, at gone. So when I was on the road, Booker T. Jones. Now this was on. I was on the road for the first record. Uh, Booker T. Jones uh, had re- had had reached out uh, to us at one point. You know, just just saying, look, if if the opportunity ever arose, that that he'd love to work work together, which bowled me over massively at the time. But there was no opportunity. There was no kind of. Um, uh, there was no way we, we could have made that work. So when this record came around and we were talking about getting a Hammond organ on it, um, you know, it, it was the first, absolutely the no-brainer first port, port of call. And it, was, it would, would have been a dream of mine to, to work with somebody like him. Maybe Staples, similarly, we, we crossed paths. Um, or we nearly crossed paths, I should say. We were two two different festivals and we had two kind of near misses and we were always trying to kind of hook up and there was talk of of me if i if i could have i would have loved to um uh, do some work with her on her on her most recent record but but sadly again it was kind of up to my gills and it wasn't wasn't a possibility so it was always in the back of my head to um to to write something either for mavis or with mavis or to do something that was kind of to work with mavis in some capacity um so yeah this is um so on, on this one, as this song, as Nina Cried Power kind of took took shape and, you know, it was, a big part of it was kind of crediting crediting artists whose legacy we can look to and we can be thankful for. Um, you know, Mavis Staples is absolutely, is, is one of those artists. And um, again, it would it was a dream of mine to, to, to work to work with her. So it was kind of a no-brainer. And thankfully she, she dug the song and she, she saw where it was coming from and, and we've, we've, flew over to Chicago and, and recorded it with her. She was very complimentary of you as well. I'm not, you know, I'm sure that um, you don't need me to blow your trumpet, but she said that, you know, she was very complimentary of not only you, but uh, of of the song as well. And because you're one of these people who not only, you know, walks the walk, you do talk the talk as well, because I know you did a gig in uh, in London the other day with the, pro, you know, with the uh, profits of that going to, to a charity that's very close to your heart. Yeah, we, uh, War Child, um, in the show in the Cocoa Theatre, um, I think if you can do it, you know why not? Why not do it? And I think that these first few shows. So we we did three warm up shows as well in Dublin, and you know each of those went to different different causes, which would be kind of close to my heart. But War Child is is a is an amazing charity, and it was it was Marcus Mumford's advocacy, and um, his his work, uh, the work that he does for that charity that kind of first put 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 their work on my on my radar. We we did a, an event. An event uh, with Warchild, maybe uh, over just over a year ago, maybe two years ago, um, and that was wonderful. And getting to see an example of, of some of their work, but it was through Marcus Mumford that that kind of got me onto them. And yeah, went, um, 
you know why not it's it, like if it's something that you you can do and these as these as well too these were kind of i won't say warm up shows but they, these were the first the first time back so we're playing to the very first audiences for for a while with a new band and so um it's nice to kind of have that kind of casual atmosphere and do it for a good cause as well. Because you have, I was going to say, you have got a tour coming up with the dates still officially to be announced. Are you going all around the world? Where, where are you going? What are you doing with yeah. it? So in a few days, I'm flying to Canada. We've got a festival and then the theatre run starts with about 19 or 20 dates in, in North America. And then we are in, I think, continental Europe in November, but December... Uh, which I'm, I'm really looking forward to and it was a joy actually the other night playing in, in Coco uh, December we'll be back in the UK and we'll be announcing those dates in the next few days which I'm excited to say So We will be looking forward to that with uh, with bated breath and I hope that you'll be able to spare us another little visit and come and do a little uh, a little intimate performance for us like you did all those yeah. years ago that would be I, lovely I hope so yeah Excellent. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much for chatting away to us tonight. This is uh, Hosier on Wave 105. This is the brand new single uh, featuring the uh, legend that is Mavis Staples, featuring the legend that is Booker T. Jones out of Booker T and the MGs and um, Hosier himself. This is the song. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, this is Nina Cried Power. 